This is the EPLOG audio experience. But that's not what I meant. You've misunderstood. How do we fix the gap between intention and actions? What contributes to making better judgment? And can competition really be healthy? Hello and welcome to Voice of Achievers with me Yashika. Another wonderful day, another supercharging episode exploring themes wide and deep. Another experienced and lovely guest right here with us. Let's welcome Nancy Katyal, a published author, leadership consultant and lead executive presence coach. Nancy is one of the leading voices in the corporate circle having transformed millions of leaders at various levels across geographies. She's also a visiting professor in top B schools like the IIMs and MIT University. Interestingly, she's a Limca book and Guinness record holder for her leadership training programs. She's a recipient of several awards including the Lokmat Sakhi Sanman award. Nancy's book Commit to Yourself has received an overwhelming response all across India and she's going places literally. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Ashika, I'm really looking forward to this. Nancy, this is an interesting thought process. Uh when we say hey, you've misunderstood me. Hey, that wasn't my intention. How can we match our actions with our intention and why this communication gap So if you look at all the relationship problems they are communication problems right and oh this is not what i meant no 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 you are reading in between the lines yeah. that's something that we have said to all the people but most of us immediately go into the defense mechanism the moment somebody says that no this is not what i meant in that moment and it's not easy but in that moment can we look at the person and say just a second can i get your perspective i think it changes the game entirely because most of us when we are having a communication are mostly focusing on what i want but the real game changer is what do we want and as far as matching our intention with the action is concerned let's say i may have the intention of exercising every day I mean, most of us have that yeah but the actions may not match that's because the goals that we set for ourselves sometimes are not smart so i think what we really need to do is to lead a more intentional life and our actions should match that and it happens every single day taking those small actions and making our own self accountable i think that's where we match our intentions and actions asking ourselves that because see what happens is nobody can get inside of us to see what is our intention they can only see our actions yeah. so we need to ask ourselves is my intention matching my action and that can be a game changer for all of us in interestingly you know especially in the workplace setting and now we are global teams so to say uh there are so many times that you are interacting with your community or team members virtually yes and uh, more often than not unfortunately or fortunately we are wired to be physically around people and uh you know that's where you catch the energy the vibe when 
such a miscommunication takes place in say a virtual or a hybrid setting wherein you know your you meant something else and the other person or the person in front of you has sort of misunderstood mis uh, misjudged how do you sort of tackle that so one is that many of us believe that let's say if my video is off online so i think first encouragement is to put your video on even if the other person has not put their video on yeah because if i just say nice now you can really look at my expression yeah so i also know where the problem is but if i say really nice now my voice may not reach because technical glitch this that so i think expressions can definitely reach there yeah. right so i think that's first step that you put your video on irrespective whether the other team members are putting it or not yeah and we all have different way of looking at life so i think one thing that we all need to understand is that the lens that i have of life may not be the same lens the other person is wearing yeah once we understand that i think it changes the game the the fact is your truth may not be the truth absolutely yeah it never truth. is yeah right so it could be our truth not the truth right. so once we understand that i think if we if we keep the mindset that hey the fact is that there is some misalignment happening here either i keep defending like i was saying earlier or i ask the other person in that moment that i just want to ensure that we are on the same page let me know if you would want me to clarify something now you have shifted the game because this person will tell you what you want and yeah. then you accordingly give an answer Beautiful. so you change the game yes. yeah yeah you know at this juncture i want to talk about decision making and judgment we we are making judgments on a daily basis and of course taking decisions based on the judgment sometimes the judgments again like you said your truth may not be my truth or the truth right so what contributes to making better judgments and thereby better decision making i think we need to enhance our metacognitive skills that is thinking about our own thinking this is my yeah. <laughs> this is inception uh, reloaded <laughs> so for instance many of us have certain beliefs that we hold very dearly isn't it yeah. for instance it could be as basic as that place is the best i mean you believe that is the best place i think first thing is to think about how we are thinking that's how we change the dynamics in terms of making better judgments yeah. second is to be aware of our unconscious biases now the biggest bias we all have is that we don't have a bias yeah right so that's that's the starting point and third is as basic as it may sound many of us are very poor listeners and once once we do that because we read between the lines the attention span of people has gone down like never before so once we start on these basic steps i think we can we can start living a more intentional and fulfilling life and we can have better relationships as well and better decision making as well. but when we are with people there is one of the major things that comes up is the fact that there is competition healthy competition unhealthy competition competition nonetheless oh no 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 i'm not competitive and so forth when we are looking at building relationships long term how do we or how should one look at competition now see the cliche is that oh i'm competing with myself mm -hmm. and i don't want to compete with the world now that's one way of looking at life but the other way of looking at life is that if i'm sitting in my cocoon and i don't know what is happening outside the world then i may not 
thrive as an individual yeah. right and specifically referring to the work environment with so many technological advancements happening in the environment i need to be aware what the world is doing so healthy competition is just getting a sense of the environment so i believe i look at competition little differently i do want to know what is happening in the market now that should not demotivate me in fact that becomes a motivator to understand that hey nancy in order to thrive in this environment what can i do now that this is happening in the environment how can i challenge myself and thrive for my own good and that's how you look at competition uh, i know that there is um, a lot of study and a lot of research that you've done about the relationship with oneself when yes. you say that uh, you know i'm looking at myself and i'm saying that uh, hey you may want to do better and you may want to thrive and you're challenging yourself is what you said we are also at that point and time where everybody is doing so many things it can get overwhelming at times that i'm challenging myself to a point where i don't know that might be my tipping point you know there is that uh, threshold that one doesn't know how does one sort of step take a step back and really understand that this is my threshold this is where i'm comfortable this is my threshold to sort of challenge or push myself but beyond this i must step back i'm so glad you're asking this i think why i believe that most of us are not self aware we we say we are self aware but most of us aren't self aware yeah. so i think it starts with sitting with our own self and i'll i'll quickly share an example with you so there was a famous uh, psychotherapist mr carl and somebody during the conference asked him that hey uh, i'm just a big fan of you and i would want to meet you after the converse, conversation or the conference is done he said i have a meeting and what happened he stepped out of the hotel and this lady was literally following him and in the evening she saw that he was not having a meeting he was just sitting with, by himself and this lady became furious she said that this is not done you were lying to me and you said that you have a meeting he said yes i have a meeting with myself and most of us in the name of self care think that shopping is self care or going to a salon is self care no that's not self care that's pampering yourself yes. so i think the first step uh, yashika would be to get an understanding of what self perception self knowledge self awareness is that's the first step really that do we really sit with ourselves to ask ourselves who is in my room this room yeah 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 and starting with that and second thing which is very very critical is many of us still say that these are my core values and self respect honesty just blurt it out many of us are not honest with our own self how can it be a core value then so if we get an awareness about who we are what matters to me in life then the challenges would be related to your own being not what is happening in the environment and let's say somebody is thriving like never before you want to ask yourself is it in alignment with my values no that's okay good for you buddy that's not for me yeah. and that's how you lead more fulfilling life because you understand that what everybody is doing in the world may be good for them but it's not good for me and i'm okay and comfortable with that absolutely i think you made a point where you're saying you know you're in a room full of uh, people and you're you're having this conversation and and sometimes there is also uh, that uh, moment when you're in a room full of people but at that point and time at that moment your 
in that room with yourself and more often than not there you are unable to make that judgment uh, whether this is the time i should take to self reflect or you know maybe this is the time i am in a social setting and you know i, I go back and sort of have that time with myself sometimes that train of thought happens while you are in a social setting because a thought or a sentence or a statement may have triggered a line of thought and you've gone into your own zone yeah which may not be the best thing to do in the workplace setting how do you sort of tackle that yeah so i think comes down to listening for instance many of us tell people that yeah yeah or people are coming to us and talking to us but if in that moment i am not fully present to what the other person is saying i am actually hearing i am not listening yeah. now what will happen is that in most of the projects when meetings are happening back to back people are actually just hearing yeah they are not making even mental notes of what is happening there so i think if leaders or even people who are participating become courageous and bold enough to say to somebody that hey i am not in the right set, set of mind right now to give my full self to this conversation Beautiful. would it right Do, would it be okay if if i have this conversation with you after 5 minutes nobody in the same mind would say no no even if you don't want to hear listen to me that's absolutely yeah. fine it is happening in personal relationships as well and i have started implementing that wherein my husband walks in i'm i'm in my mood of thought or i'm just having some conversation with myself and i would say hey vikas would it be okay i know that there's something that if it's not urgent can we have that conversation after 10 minutes i'll be fully present to what you have to say How that lovely. has changed the way we have started interacting right other than and they jaan they like let it come in and let it go out and we are doing this yeah 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 and the other person immediately said what was i saying the the the, the one conversation i've want, been wanting to have with you because you've dealt with and had conversations with so many women you're a you know thriving woman yourself of course the balancing act is something that's never going to end uh, nancy so i'm not even going to go there because most of us women are balancing 20000 things at one point in time and this this is just a given you you face it that's just yeah. it but how can women uh, nancy be better allies for other women like what you are doing you are being an ally to me right now so i think that's the first step we need to amplify the voices of other women like <clears throat> yashika you're doing it wonderfully and second thing is that there's this concept uh, i think john williams who's uh, a professor uh, said this called tightrope bias now what happens is as much as we want to believe that women are uh, fixing other women crown uh, on on ground i don't see it happening really yeah. so i think there's a lot of groundwork that needs to happen so tightrope tightrope bias is where a woman has to really match her style of being masculine because leaders are considered to be more assertive and stuff like that at the same time she has to be empathetic she has to be likable yeah. and i have seen that when a woman is voicing her opinion in a meeting immediately and if she is being very assertive not aggressive yes. assertive i would i would hear voices like oh my god she's so bossy but when a man is saying the same opinion is very ambitious he knows what he wants so i think first understanding is that women are facing certain biases at work and we all need to really not only women men also need to become an ally to these women by voicing out when they see these things happening yeah. if a woman is becoming emotional they'll say that oh you need to be just masculine okay as a leader uh, emotions don't have a place but 
where how does she find the right synergy between being feminine as well as masculine right yeah. and i think that's the understanding people need to have that of course women are women don't need to be empowered they need to be heard and understood we are empowered already we don't need <laughs> empowerment <laughs> you know um actually who has been your strongest ally my strongest ally uh, other than my family and uh, my closest friends i think i have been my strongest ally How because lovely. because i know that when i was in my solace when i was alone and when nobody not that they couldn't but i didn't had the courage to share certain things because the space was such i had to pull myself out of that there were moments when i wanted to feel acknowledged and heard but the environment was such that i didn't had the courage to share ultimately i only push myself to go ahead whether it was sad moments happy moments or feeling discouraged i think one person has not left me is myself so other than my of course family and friends i would have to say that uh, nancy has been my strongest ally oh how lovely um you speak about courage nancy and since we're talking in the context of women what's one courageous or bold step that women must take mm they should not betray themselves by the by that i mean is that when they're sitting with themselves i think the the one of the most courageous act anybody can do irrespective of the gender or pronoun they prefer is not betraying the goals that they have set for themselves and i think that's the most courageous act one can do ask yourself when you're going to bed that hey did i keep my promise to myself and i think that's the most courageous act wonderfully said wonderfully said. what's you know you've uh, you've written an entire book of committing to oneself what's a one commitment that you feel women must make to themselves falling in love with themselves unabashedly unabashedly and and by that i don't mean in an arrogant manner yeah. i'm saying that we need to fill our cup so many of us feel guilty of taking time for our own self and so oh my god so sorry i i'm just you know doing this and i promise you i'll come back and do this why is such guilt right why being apologetic of being ourselves yeah and i think once one can do that also the way we introduce others when we are especially people who are married right meet my better half so are you the worst half i mean yeah <laughs> what is yeah. it yeah. right and this person completes me so you know women and i'm not generalizing yeah, but majority yeah, of yeah. us have this tendency to say that person will complete me you're not complete I, i think another thing that i've i've read on captions on instagram etc my complete world my life <laughs> my full circle i mean you're a woman who has a family a uh, you know a husband a child can that be your world they are they are see i believe that nobody completes us we are complete as we are they can complement us absolutely yeah for example if you look at a color box right red is complete as in itself red is not saying oh my god only if blue will come then i will shine bright as right red color and that makes a beautiful story and that's what everybody like ashika right now in this moment we are complimenting each other you are complete as a being yeah. and that understanding women need to have i've seen that oh my god my life is not complete i there is a hole and whole will happen when that w is who will come no 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 oh you my god <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting one 
Yeah, I mean, you you see, I think we are perfect in our imperfections. We are flossom. I'm not denying the fact that there are moments where you would feel discouraged. You will see that pimple on your face and say, oh my God, not today. That's okay. But that doesn't mean that you're income. And I think that understanding uh, is something that, that comes with a lot of self-awareness. What does achievement mean to you, Nancy? Now, there are different ways of looking at achievement. I feel that for me, uh, the biggest achievement has been the moments where I faced my fears. And I, I can tell you that, you know, there is there is materialistic achievement, there is work accomplishment and all that. I mean, but but when I go back to bed, I ask myself that, did I lead an intentional life today? Nancy, did you did you really face your fears today? And when I'm able to do that, I say, oh my God, that's an achievement. Today I was able to face that fear. It could be as basic as telling somebody I think differently. I think that's an achievement for me. When when you look at that person with a lot of respect and you have this strange feeling in you, should I say this or not? Yeah. And I think that that's how I've started looking at life, you know, because as we age, uh, the, there was a point when achievement would mean like getting that big project. I started looking at life differently. Many people say that, you know, your book has done well. Oh, it's an achievement. I, I actually, and not to sound in a conceited or a pompous manner, I wrote the book for myself. And I would want to go back and read it because sometimes we forget things. And in as a result of that, if other people can benefit, because in this journey, I was benefited. I think that would be an achievement that can I can I contributing more than myself to the world. That would be an achievement. How beautiful is that to women like you, maybe be more of ourselves. Thank you so much for those wonderfully honest and un unabashed thoughts. And thank you for being you, Nancy. Lovely having this conversation. Thank you for having me and it almost felt like chatting with a friend. So it didn't feel like it was it was like a formal conversation. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> lovely. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in. Feel free to share your thoughts and feedback in the comment section. Do rate us on Apple Podcasts if you like the episode. Subscribe or hit follow Voice of Achievers on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Hubhopper, Spotify, GeoSavan, Ghana or wherever you get your podcasts from. Send us an email on editor at voiceofachievers.com or find us on voiceofachievers.com to share guest suggestions or topics that you'd like us to cover. Don't forget to tune in next week again. Voice of Achievers on EP Log Media.